Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana. And I'm Dylan, and we are back with our monthly book recap. And this month was my pick, which was Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Yay. And I mean, suffice it to say, I think we both really enjoyed this book. But before we get into that, we are sorry that we're late, just number one, but we were both taking care of our health in very different ways. So we hope that, you know, you guys forgive us and that you enjoyed this book as much as we did. Dylan, I don't know, like, I'm not even going to talk about my personal health stuff, but I would just say it's a scare that's hopefully cleared up now. And I'm, I'm feeling better, you know, physically and and mentally. How are you? I'm really good. I, if you guys didn't know, I had COVID last week. It was rough. It's your first First, time? First time I've ever had it. Yeah. Mm. My doctor thought in like 2020, the very beginning of the pandemic, I was sick and they kind of assumed it was that, but I Mm -hmm. didn't test for it. Mm -hmm. But this was like knockdown, drag out, sick, like, ugh. Ugh. Um, But I've been feeling much better this week and the last couple of days, especially. Mm-hmm. I'm on some weird combo that Pfizer made and it seems to be <laughs> helping. So whatever. Um, just happy to be a human again. Yeah, I was gonna say probably just feels nice to like commune with people. <laughs> right. I like left the house and like Whoa. I'm still being I'm still very mindful of it. Like I just still want to just like be outside and stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, like testing negative finally, like all those kind of things, you know. Um it's just wild. Like I just, I get sick more than most people. Um, so it was just funny that like now is when I got it. Cool. Oh my God. Yeah. Perfect timing. <laughs> but it gave me more time to read. We talked about this. Like that's true. I basically just the minute it hit me, I became just like an exhausted pigeon. Um, I just wanted to sleep and read and that's all I did. Probably, it probably felt nice at first to be like, oh, I have all this extra time. And then you're like, okay. Like, I remember I had a surgery and I'm like, oh, cool. I mean, first off, you're in a ton of pain, but you're like, cool. I can watch shows or movies. And then you're like, oh my God, get me out of here. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm happy for you. Happy that you're up and at them. Um, and speaking of, I guess we could say our random recap. Um, our, not our random recap, our side piece. Our, yeah. <laughs> because you did read so many books. Is there a particular book or show or anything you'd like to bring to the class? Ooh, um, I'll do, you know what? I'm going to give a movie. Okay. Um, and then I'll save the rest for later. I watched the new um, Adam Sandler movie on Netflix, Hustle. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Who else um, is in that? Oh, not like people you would recognize. It's okay. The other people that are in, oh, Queen Latifah mm-hmm. uh, is his wife in it. So that's the other person I knew. Right. That was the other actor. Everybody else okay. are famous people in, in the NBA um, that are like playing themselves. Okay. Um, it's not, it is not a comedy. It's a drama. It is funny though. And like lighthearted. Um, but it's so good. I love a good sports movie, like a feel good sports movie. Like that is one of my like favorite genres. Like of a movies. trope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, you know, like, um, Can't, I know exactly what you're saying, Rudy. One, like, yeah. Like, Rudy, yeah. Can't, yeah. Can't All relate. that shit. Love it. Love it. Love it. So this was very much that like, he's a, 
Okay. Um, Can't relate, but I'll give it a shot because I do love Adam Sandler. Yes. And he was, re- I thought he was really, really good in the role. He's like a scout. He finds this kid who's nobody's ever heard of in Spain. Single dad mm-hmm. can really hoop it up and he wants hoop to get him into the up. NBA. Okay. And it's just, it's good. It's got a lot of heart. It's funny. It's sweet. It's great. Okay. So I heart- highly recommend. If you need a heartwarming tale. You need a heartwarming sports tale. A well, guy nice. could watch it with you. Mm-hmm. Just gonna throw that out there. I'm like, you know? do I want to recommend a show or do I want to recommend a book as my side piece? Mm-hmm. Oh Save God. our I new have... show for random recap so we can discuss it. <gasps> well, what if I mention it, but then we actually discuss it? Like, right, I'm fine. not gonna get into it. Okay, no, fine. We'll talk about the new show that we're obsessed with on Random Recap, which we'll probably end up just recording right after this because we haven't talked in so long and we like need to catch up. But um, I will say that before I tell you about a new Hulu show, one of our favorite Hulu shows is back for season two. Only Murders in the Building, baby. That is my side piece. And you know what? Never a side piece. Always the main course. I love, love, love this show. I love that they added Amy Schumer to the cast. It's so good so far. I don't know. I mean, you've been home, so I assume that you've watched the episodes. Actually, oh my haven't. God, you're old. I know. I haven't. You you're really going to like it. It is like on my it. list. It's just as the first season was, it's like very meta um, where they're kind of like, well, you know, I don't know if we should record like a second season of a podcast because it's never as good as the first one. And it's just like funny that like, I don't know, the whole thing, like Amy Schumer takes over Sting's apartment. It's just, there's, that's not a spoiler at all, but it's really, really great. If you haven't watched Only Murder season one, highly suggest. Um, they release it at episodically, so you could probably catch up by the and like be with yeah. everybody else <laughs> fairly. Yeah, and there wasn't like a million episodes. I feel like there's like eight or ten. No, and it's like a page turner of a book version of a show. You know, where mm-hmm. you're just like, you don't want to, you just have to binge if you can because you yeah. won't want to stop watching anyway side piece but I think we should get into our book book lovers without further ado (laughs) um I loved this book and so for anybody that has not read it before doesn't really know what it's about I'll just give you like a really quick quick recap um book lovers is about a book editor and a book um agent agent I was just gonna call her something Mm -hmm. else an agent um who seem to like, like they can't stand each other, basically. Um, New York City peeps, right? Yeah, New York City City to country. (laughs) Yeah, it's very funny the way it begins is kind of meta where Mm -hmm. she's describing how like she's the hot, she's always like the villain in the Hallmark movies because she's this high power, you know, hardworking, soulless woman and all of these guys that she dates, you know, end up leaving her for some, you know, country farmer's daughter whatever mm-hmm. um and so she just kind of gives up on romance in general and she's just focused on her career and her relationship with her sister her sister wait this is nora okay nora sorry. we didn't say that yes <laughs> i didn't even say their names main nora. character nora yeah agent yeah nora's sister plans um she really wants to take a vacation and so she plans this whole little trip for them a sister trip to go to the town where one of the books that Nora um, is the agent for is like based is it like out once of? in a lifetime or something. What the heck was the sister's yeah. name? I'm trying to find it. The mom's name was Sally Libby. 
Libby was the sister and she's yeah. pregnant yeah. with her third, third. Yeah. Oh boy. So, so Nora has been feeling like there's a distance between them anyways. So she really wants to make Libby happy. She's the older sister. The mom is gone. So she says, yes. And they go and, um, they go to this little like podunk town. It's not as picturesque as they thought it was going to be. Um, but she's determined to make the best of it. Cause she really wants to feel close again to her sister and like really be in it and take the time. Um, so, you know, they kind of make this deal that she's going to work her agent stuff and then she's going to be done by five. And they have this massive list of things they want to check off in this month while they're at this little town, you know, and it's like, go to a, you know, a town hall meeting and meet a cute guy at the local pub and just like small town makeover. (laughs) Yeah. Like save a business Mm -hmm. that's going out of like all these like silly things from like Hallmark movies and stuff. Her sister has like made this list and she wants to check them off Mm -hmm. as she gets into town. Who does she run into? But Charlie, the book editor that she you know, the city. <laughs> supposedly she cannot stand him and boom, there he is in this well, little town in the middle of nowhere. He also turned down this, this book. book. Yeah. So they went to a meeting together and that's kind of how, well, they like knew of each other. Right. And she meets him at a meeting in New York and he turns down once in a lifetime. And then she's like, wait a second. You're just like chilling in the city that this book is based on. Like, why are you here? Are you a fan? <laughs> Right. Yeah. It's funny. She's just like, are you kidding me? Like, what is he doing here while like Mm -hmm. I'm here? Um, then she goes to her sanctuary, which is a library or a bookstore. And who Mm -hmm. does she run into? But Charlie, it turns out Charlie is from said little podunk town and he's back home helping his parents. Mm -hmm. And that is why he turned down the book because he didn't want to hear about his little town. He was over the town and well, also he was like it's not accurate like the you book, made it right. sound so picturesque and this yeah, is like it's not there's like this nothing popping we have like dead businesses <laughs> like what are you talking about and better yet the same people who own the bookstore his mom and pa whatever they also own the cottage that she happens that to like airbnb yep. or whatever <laughs> so he's got to sleep like on an air mattress or on the couch at his mom's house because he normally stays at the cottage so that's just kind of funny that this yeah. like frenemies, um, I don't know, that she kind of kicked into a couch like inadvertently. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. So, you know, it, it, it's revealed that she's got this list. Charlie lets her know that he's, um, you know, he, I think he, that it's like, he's going to stay or whatever. He's going to be in this area. And so she, she knows he's got some rent controlled apartment. She wants to help her sister by getting her sister this apartment. And so she makes this deal with him. I'm going to check all these things off my list. If I check all of them off, Libby gets your apartment when you leave. And they're like, yeah, sure, sure. You're never going to check these things. So then Mm -hmm. she dives like headfirst into this list with her sister. And some of it is hilarious. The things that they go to, Mm -hmm. um, like the town hall thing is funny. Like they have like popcorn. It's very like stars hollow to me. Like Yes. You know, <laughs> listening to like the little small town dramas and stuff. She goes out on a date with some, you know, handsome farm boy, you know, all of those kind of little things here. And as they're trying to figure out, you know, more things on the list, Libby decides that the business she wants to save is his parents' bookstore, which then means they're going to be spending more time together. 
And as course, proximity books go, right? <laughs> They're forced together to work together. And, you know, in doing that, do they find out they're basically the same person who they're even wear the same perfume, the same, the same perfume, fragrance, like unisex if you will. fragrance, mm-hmm. um, you know, <laughs> in route sh- to my house as we speak, <laughs> same, same, same. <laughs> and like, you know, just, just all of those things. So it, it's funny because I feel like a lot of these books, it's very much, um, you know, the high powered attorney falls in love with the sweet little, you mm-hmm. know, country bumpkin and da, 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 they realize to leave their career. And this is not that story. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, she's, she's really focused on her sister and trying to figure out why did Libby want to take this vacation? Why do we feel so distant? Like trying to fix that relationship. Cause she feels like she's her mom and she's very responsible of her and her happiness and all these things. Cause like she's got this great career and she has money and she just wants to help and take care well, of she's always he's, she's a fixer like she's always fixed things fixer. the mom passed away when they were you know a bit younger and she mm-hmm. was the older sister had to do yeah, yeah that's unfortunately yeah. common sometimes you know yeah and because she's an agent she um we forgot about this her the author that she is in charge of sends her her new book and the latest book. there's so many layers to this book as with all yeah. emily henry like mm-hmm. there is spice but there is a story, story. and it's in depth <laughs> yep the book that she's writing now is about a like cold-hearted business woman they call her a shark it's um, it's like miranda Priestley yes. or whatever but yes. of books <laughs> yes exactly and, and nora's reading it like is this me? This is, is how this people play about see? us. <laughs> is this fucking play about us? Yeah. She's yeah. And, and she's up, like, she's hurt by it. Like she, you know, she understands that she works hard and she does all these things, but she's not this heartless monster. Like, I think in the book, it's like, you know, the person in the book is like firing somebody because they're pregnant. And she's like, I would yeah, never do I would that. Never. When you, you were, know, when you were <clears throat> reading that, um, that part, sorry, like, cause I just don't want to forget to ask you this. Yeah. I swear we'll finish the actual story. But when you were reading that, that's when it really felt like meta meta. Cause in my brain, I'm like, so when she was writing this, she had to then send it to her agent. And it's a story about an agent. And it was like an agent. It was like a picture inside right. a picture inside a picture, very yep. inception. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was reading it. It was weird. No, it but was cool. very meta. And then of course, you know, because it's that love story and that forced proximity, we're going to get, well, we need somebody to edit the book. Well, who's available to edit the book? Of course, the person that's normally editing is out on maternity leave and who's left Charlie. So Charlie needs to edit the book and she's, um, Nora's so protective of it. She insists they do it together. Protective of her client's feelings, knowing her client is sensitive. She's like, oh, Charlie, you're a little rough around the edges. Maybe I can help. And it's like, oh, you're not really helping. You're doing like, you're good at this. Yeah. (laughs) So they end up working together to edit this book. They end up being a really great team with it. The author actually really likes their suggestions and their, their minor edits and things like that. It goes really well they spend more time together. They're, they're falling. They're catching feelings. (laughs) Yada, yada, yada. They're catching feelings. Right. And her sister and Libby is funny because Libby wants 
Nora to fall in love with a guy in town, you know, and she's very like anti the New York editor that you can't stand. Mm -hmm. Um, and you, um, you know, they, they're kind of like, well, let's just, let's just let this be how it is. And we know it'll be over with, Mm -hmm. but you know, everybody catches feelings. That's just how things go. I don't feel like we're going to keep it solely physical. (laughs) So people never seen any movie ever. It's funny as people in the literary world. It's like, haven't y'all seen this trope 10,000 times? Um, So anyway, so they fall in love with each other. She finds, um, Nora finds out that the reason Libby wanted them to go here is actually because she plans on moving there because her husband got a job nearby and she wanted her big time city sister to fall in love with this town so that she would be happy about Ooh, Nora being here and that hopefully my heart a little yeah she would she would want to stay and, and want to be there because she doesn't want to be without her but she she wants to make this move mm-hmm. um and it's that point of conflict between them for a little bit because you know that Nora would give it up and she would do whatever to make Libby happy but Libby wants Nora to go and be happy and get her dream job which comes up for up for her because Charlie is leaving as an editor and because he's leaving and staying in their small town now he has now his job is open and Libby can take or Nora can take the job and become the editor that she's always wanted to be but she's put it on hold to take care of Libby so so many layers but I just like I thought it was so good the relationships are so good Mm -hmm. um I adored like Charlie's mom who owns the bookstore. Her her name's Sally, I believe. I thought, yeah, Sally, I think. Yeah. And the fact that they described her as smelling of jasmine and marijuana, it was like, oh, it's <laughs> me, I'm Mario. Uh, so I was like, I love that. She just was like this cute hippie, and it was just funny that she's like, how did this like type A? Mm-hmm. Um, just guy come from her, and I'm like, I just think that's cute because that a lot of the time is like parents and kids are just so opposite from each other. Sometimes yes. they're the same, but like, I just, I don't know. I just love the dynamic because yeah. I don't no, know. You're not just supporting him. Just like your, your parents. Right. Thank and you. it's, you know, everybody's miscommunication. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I have like a whole bunch of tabs of stuff that stood out to me but are we gonna spoil like the end end or yeah I mean people know that this is what we're reading I feel like because my favorite part is just well first off it made me sad like the fact that she wanted her to leave New York City and really what was holding her back is like well first off I like that she went back to New York where she's like okay I I do have feelings for you Charlie but like I've worked so long and this is literally my dream and the fact that he was so supportive of it he's like well let's just do long distance like let's figure it out like I don't want to be with anybody else but you like I know long distance hasn't worked in the past for us before but I don't want to be with anybody else you don't want to be with anybody else what's the difference we might as well just be there for each other and so she goes back. I think this is like over the summer that she's there. And then it comes to be like December. And when she had gotten in this falling out with her sister, finding out, oh, you're leaving me, you know, you're moving here. Um, it was North Carolina, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, like you're going to North Carolina, you're leaving New York City. She's like, dude, like we have two kids. I have a third on the way. Like I want my kids to have a yard and like climb trees. Like mm-hmm. and she's like hurt because she's like, well, we grew up in the city. And like, that's the piece of her mother that she held on to was like, I'm literally getting teary eyed because when she described like looking in the windows at Christmas, like with her mittened hands, like holding her mom's hands, I was like, like literally just like, I started sobbing in that Aww. book. Like, I don't know why. I just think I'm like, imagine you're holding on to a whole city yeah. because you just miss your mom so much because it's like, literally you could be an editor anywhere. Like you don't need to live there. So when Charlie shows up at that moment, like on their mom's birthday at the bookstore, I was like, <laughs> like crying. Again. Yeah. And Mike like walked in while I'm like crying. <laughs> and I was like, it's a happy one. Yeah. Like, okay. As long as you're okay. But it was so cute. Well, and I like the minute um something happened like towards the end, oh. and you know, it's decided. <laughs> I know I'm literally that? emo. I have to like mute <laughs> to blow my nose. She um, you know, it's decided that she's leaving right? Charlie needs somebody to take over the parent's store. So he's doing it. And I'm thinking like in my head, I'm like, why doesn't Libby take it over? Mm-hmm. Like, oh my she God, wants, that was the perfect thing. She wants a job. Like she wants to do something. Like she's in this new town. I'm like, why wouldn't she? And she obviously she loved it. She basically it. She was volunteering loves, there. <laughs> loves books, right? Was doing all the things. So when, yeah, in the end that, I you thought know, she wouldn't come. I thought she wouldn't let anybody York. but family work there. I was that like, well, you're about to be family. <laughs> so it works out great. But I, I don't think it. she sees her that way. And I'm like, <gasps> yeah, I cry, cry. Yeah. Happy no, cry. it was, it was so good. It was such a cute, and like, I did. I liked that it wasn't that story of like somebody changing everything about themselves or realizing like, oh, my life was terrible. I'm going to do this new thing. It was like, no, I love my life in New York and I love my job. I'm going back there. If you would like Like to join me, Libby facilitated him going back to New York, which is where Mm -hmm. they both belonged. It was right. like, I belong Charlie here. didn't want to leave the city either. I belong here. We can both visit home. It's where I'm from. And now your sister's from there. It's like perfect. Yeah. And it just, it worked out so perfectly as, you know, fiction mm-hmm. sometimes does. <laughs> right. right, right. But um, yeah, I think we both loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, I always put like initial thoughts and like initial thoughts, loved it. Um, we could go through the questions, but I just feel like with, I don't know if you want to, we can, I, I have all my like five tabs that I tab though. Um, oh, this is me and you. (laughs) Libby is not a startlingly fast reader. She, so this is written about her sister. Libby is not a startlingly fast reader. She absorbs books like they're bubble baths, whereas my job has forced me to treat them more like hot and fast showers. <laughs> and I'm like, I am the bubble bath reader. And I feel like you are like two times speed. Let's do this. Give me like what's going on. <laughs> no, that's really good. Um, Yeah, there's just like a lot of questions about the book and stuff, but I did like this one question, which isn't specifically about the book, but just like a good question. And it says from like the discussion discussion questions, it says, Mm -hmm. what was the book that made you fall in love or fall in love again with reading? 
and I loved that because they do talk about it in here of like their favorites and like Mm -hmm. for me I was a huge reader for forever and then I don't know like college or something I'm you know must have just like stopped and Mm -hmm. I really didn't like read you know, other than maybe something randomly every now and then. And you were given like assigned reading and stuff. Right. And, you know, jobs. and (laughs) Yeah. I didn't read again until, um, you know, this past year, like literally a year ago, I I read a book and it was like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, like, you know, and um, for me, it was the um, A Court of Thorns and Roses is what got me back into reading. Well, you know, in book talk. And then it was like, I finished this book and I'm like, oh my God, I forgot how much I love this and being in, you know, a universe and all of these characters. I'm like, ah, what else can I have? And then I just, you know, zero to a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I loved that question. Cause for me, like, that's my favorite thing. I feel like out of this pandemic is like, I came back to reading. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like one specific because I remember when I was younger and I was really into it and then like you said I kind of like had this period of time where I just was young adulting and like I just wasn't reading as much but I remember back then my first like adult adult book like I was probably 12 or something reading this book and I shouldn't have been was Nicholas Sparks message in a bottle like I don't know how spicy it was but I'm pretty sure there was like some stuff that I was like I don't think I should be reading this so (laughs) it's funny that like now I love like spicy stuff but I'm Mm, what got me into reading if I'm being honest was the Redheads book club because I love podcasts and like audiobooks so to me audiobooks are reading but it wasn't something that I'll, I'll say I was doing as a hobby like reading is something that I now research like what am I reading next what do I you know what genre am I going to to me that that's the level that I'm at that I would consider reading a hobby like it's not just like a a little small pastime that I once in a while do it's like my life (laughs) right right um so since getting back into it I don't know what specific redheads book um maybe did it for me but just it was almost like having you know friends to talk about the book with that was cool and that's what inspired this podcast and it's funny that just talking to books with you like was what inspired our friendship and then subsequently the podcast that we have now so right it all like brings people together and yeah I don't know I'll try to keep thinking of which specific book I mean I was obsessed with Evelyn Hugo um I don't know yeah that's a good one but no I think I think though that's that's a good thing I think the redheads and you know for people I hope that that's like a thing with us. Like maybe mm-hmm. someone listened to it and they're like, oh, that sounds really you good. You know, and, and I've been wanting to try that, okay. but maybe I will. Like maybe I'll pull a trigger and actually read mm-hmm. it now because you yep. feel like it's a reward at the end of reading it. Like, oh, I'm going to go listen to that episode. It's like a reward. It's like a reward. Um, I was cracking up because the Redheads actually to go off the rails. They reviewed Run, Dolly, Run and their um, opinion of it <laughs> was hilarious but I'll talk about that in random recap um I have like three more tabs on this book did you like have any things like or quotes or something that you highlight because you did Kindle yeah no I didn't have anything specific I just I for me like I loved that 
it wasn't just like a romance that it was also about the sisters i had deep shit like this page 159 dads as a concept have always felt as irrelevant to my daily life as astronauts i know they're out there but i really think but i rarely think about them (laughs) i know it sounds terrible but like i was kind of like mostly relatable (laughs) like i know they're out there but what's that like yeah I mean that's like heavy shit that she writes about like funny you know like kind mm-hmm. of just I need to make this a relatable book but also lighthearted. and I just really appreciate her for that like yeah I don't know yeah and it's like what the part where she goes it does like it fucking sucks just when they sat there together and they realized okay I need to live here with my family and you need to be in New York City And there's nothing you could do to fix this, Nora. You can't fix this. It just sucks. Sometimes Mm -hmm. life just sucks and it's okay. You don't have to have like the toxic positivity and fix it all. Mm -hmm. Fine. Like it's not fine, but. Yeah. No, I, I really like that part of like the sister thing because I, as an older sister, feel that a lot. And I feel like it's, it's changed a lot that my sisters are older, but I feel like when they were younger, it was very much that like vibe of like mom and it's like no no I need you to be like sister not mom Mm -hmm. I have mom um and this actually just happened recently um my my youngest sister um is probably gonna end up moving um and her boyfriend is in the military and where he he just found out where he got stationed and it's just much further than they thought it was gonna be and so she's just miserable about it and it's like exactly that like we just sat on the phone like this sucks we Mm -hmm. hate it like because there's I can't change that there's nothing that I can do to fix it or make her feel better I just can sit there how misery here for you yeah like I'll be that like right yeah no I hate it too I don't Mm -hmm. like this (laughs) yeah as a big sister you that's not what you want to say you want to have a solution and there's sometimes there's not and you're just like yeah no it sucks so I I like that part of it where she Nora kind of comes to realize it Libby's like I don't need you to fix anything I need you to just sit with me and be like this sucks mm-hmm. it's because you can't fix it so I I like that part of it I love the sister relationship oh um, wait was this good. was my last tab and I just really loved it because I kind of was like oh my god I felt that about coming out like the first time Sal and I visited him in New York, I don't even remember who they were talking about. Hmm, probably Charlie. I think they mean Charlie. The first time Sal and I visited him in New York, it all made perfect sense. It yes. was like he'd been living at half volume until that moment. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, half volume, like shit, man. Yeah. All the speakers out. <laughs> I don't know. That was, it was a really good book. I needed this book. So I'm happy with it. Yeah, no, it was really cute. I was glad that five stars. Five stars. <laughs> I'd say fave character, least favorite character, but I don't know. Fave I don't really Sally. feel like there was <laughs> the mom Sally's my favorite. Oh my god. I know I didn't really feel like there was a character that like was I the didn't, least I didn't like. There wasn't like a bad person mm-hmm. in this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna say I'm really racking my brain. Was there somebody who was like a prick at some point? Like no, no. like you thought maybe that like the nice country guy that she's gonna go on a date with that he was gonna turn out to be a jackass oh. or something, but he wasn't. It was just like 
You're well, a lovely guy. Actually, and you're going to be the guy for someone, but it's not me. Not going to lie. I actually w- am going to peg him as my least favorite. And I'll tell you why, because he's Charlie's cousin, which is something we didn't really touch upon. Um, and also Charlie's cousin who like dated his fiance without telling him after they broke up. So layers, he's actually my least favorite. And he ended up like, Hey, I was a P I was a POS. He apologized to him. They made it right. Their family. It is what it is, but like, you're still a tool. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it's a small, like he was kind of like, Charlie was like, I don't even care. It's a small town. Like who else is going to (laughs) date? But like, he could have let me know. I mean, like he made it sound like I've, I'm over it now. Like now I'm over it when she made the discovery or whatever. And she brought it to him. He's like, yeah, like, I know <laughs> I'm aware. I don't know. No, it's just, oh, just wild. Like, I think, I mean, I don't know. I grew up in a small town. It's like, okay, but there's more than. And like the, know, whole, the whole town knew and he didn't know. And that yeah, made him be crazy. like, damn, I hate this town even more. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know so least favorite this is the fact that I can't even remember his name but it was actually such a country oh my god what was his name it wasn't Bubba but irrelevant (laughs) irrelevant cousin Um, something irrelevant but anyway so we've been going back and forth well okay rating five stars right Mm-hmm. Both of us, both of us said that. Yep. I think we've voiced how much we love it so far and would highly recommend, really recommend anything at Emily Henry. I've loved yeah. everything so far. Um, but we've been going back and forth between like Dylan makes a pick and I make a pick. But we wanted to make like our Facebook group have a little bit more power. So we each picked two books. We didn't tell you guys which ones. And you guys voted for... Go ahead. <laughs> the, uh, I was going to say next say month's book. pick, but like yeah, it's not even next right. month. Two weeks pick um, is One of Us is Dead by Geneva Rose. Yay. And this was like, why do I feel like it's spicy and it's like a mystery or something? Am I wrong? I don't know if it's spicy, but oh, okay. um, it's a new thriller from um, Geneva Rose, who, if you've read, she's the author of The Perfect Marriage. I have not read it, but everybody says it's really good. Okay. Um, murder mystery. The little caption says like scheming mean girls, ska- sex, scandal, secrets and lies. Um, you know, what's not to love, highly anticipated, um, like everybody's talking about it. So I'm very excited to read it. And, you know, right now, if you guys do have a Kindle, it is 99 cents on the Kindle store on Amazon. So great, great, great deal. Yeah. (laughs) Great time to join that put that up online. Um, cause that's always good too. When like something is either like on KU or it's like dirt. Yeah. Cheap. It might be KU, but I don't have KU. So it didn't show up for me as being that. Um, but maybe it is, but either it's way, not. no, it's not. Um, I would say, oh, it's not, I would say we'll see you like next week, but <laughs> today is Friday. And we will release. Monday. Yeah. I was going to say, we'll release our random recap on Monday um it's either gonna yeah be accurate to (laughs) to the time or we're gonna record it right after this and we might miss something that happens in the next couple days so um you know god willing nothing crazy happens that we should have recovered recap (laughs) you never know like every year you think like oh 2020 crazy and then like 2021's like hold my beer 
2022 like the crazy girl crazy girl crazy girl but excited one of us is dead so two weeks from now we'll see you but as usually we don't have deadlines so don't stress (laughs) right but anyway thank you guys so so much for listening and hanging out with us we'll see you guys next week we can't wait but until then read books it's, it's weird, weird out, out there. there. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please consider giving us a follow and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Got a book recommendation for us? Send it to halfbakedbookclub at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Half-Baked Book Club. And don't forget to check out our sister podcast, Hometown Spice, where Dylan and her hometown bestie dive into the spiciest reads you can imagine. The Half-Baked Book Club podcast was created, written, and produced by Lana Rich and Dylan Harrison. For more information, head to halfbakedbookclub.com. <laughs>